Hi, this is Linda. And this is Joe. With Generation to Generation. Joe, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, well, we are going to talk about expressing yourself. Express you know, that. that. <laughs> 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 friends, Pastor James and Pastor Kathy. Welcome, you guys. Thank Hi. you. Hi. Thank How you guys you. doing? Good We're to good. be with you again. We're good. So as you know, we always come to you guys for because of your wealth of knowledge and your experience. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So <laughs> we, we need to be enlightened. What? If you okay. will, please. Let me see if I can find a light. A lantern. <laughs> I need a lantern. Oh, well, I have one. Uh, anyway, it's okay. So, so uh, you know, expression is the uh, second part of the uh, communication process. And uh, last time we were together, we talked about uh, listening to understand. Mm -hmm. And and so the second part of the uh, communication process is expressing yourself express yourself and uh, <laughs> there are before we go too forward that there are some some communication blocks that causes people to block uh, uh communication uh have them here communication blocks so there are some things that that actually create uh, blocks for expression uh and and uh distracting a per just being distracting uh will kind of block communication if if uh, a person is trying to express themselves to you and you're kind of distracted by something else mm -hmm. not paying attention not, in other words mm -hmm. uh, th th that's a block it, it it a block is something that causes the person not to hear you and it starts to diminish goodwill so they're not really wanting to work with you. It's the only reason you express yourself is to for another person to hear you. And uh, once they hear you, the whole concept is now that you have heard my heart, are you still willing to work with me? Mm -hmm. You know, and so there's some things that block that uh, distracting a distraction is one of them. Sarcasm is another one. Mm -hmm. um, perfectionism. Mm -hmm interrogating asking too many questions mm -hmm. um commanding and uh psychologizing i hope i said that right mm -hmm. okay being a know-it-all i know more than you do so don't talk um negative expectations not expecting that person to really hear you or want to work with you mm -hmm. you know you could start off a conversation like i know you really don't want to hear this but mm -hmm. Mm. And then focusing on the mistakes that that person may have made, um, giving them advice, which is part of the jacking mm -hmm. process, and then mm -hmm. uh, moralizing, making uh, the right. coming on yeah. as a more uh, a, a more a better person than they are. Said something like the right thing to do would be this. That, mm -hmm. In other words, I'm telling you, you're wrong. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, it would have been good if you did this. Uh, mm -hmm. In other words, what you did was bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, and then mm -hmm. judging mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and placating. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. a word that you don't hear very often, but mm -hmm. placating is I'll do whatever you need me to do. Um, uh, making yourself out to be, I don't want to say the victim, but allowing another person to control you so that you have no voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of passive, but it's, it's also a, a way of controlling things. Wow. So passive control. I tell you what you want to hear, even though, you know, I don't, I don't mean it. Wow. That's a lot on that list then, man, that's, yeah. How many was that? 13. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of these kinds of things are, are blocks to, to communication. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, if we don't, if we're not aware of that, we, we can be doing that without knowing it and, mm -hmm. and not, and becoming frustrated because the person I'm trying to express myself to is not listening. They're, they're turning off. Mm -hmm. they're, they're turning off. And unfortunately, this happens so, so often because the average person, I started to say the average Joe, but I didn't, but I just did. So I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, the average person doesn't really have the skills for good communication. And this is how things can be misinterpreted, misread, misunderstood. And we, the conversation can go somewhere else can go south really really fast because we didn't understand the 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 methods and the ways and using skills in order to express ourselves mm -hmm. so we can see how people don't have good communication with others how people walk away in their mind you know they're standing there in front of you but in their mind they've they've left the building mm -hmm. they've walked away mm -hmm. And they're not paying attention and they're just like you guys i know you aren't doing this on purpose but some people will shake their head just to let just to make you think mm. that they're listening mm -hmm. but remember, they're really not remember uh what is it empathy acceptance and genuine being genuine being genuine mm -hmm. and people can pick up right away if you're not genuine you know and, and so it's it's and that can turn people off from from talking to you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm guilty of that. Like when you when you just mentioned that, Pastor Kathy, it's like um, you meet somebody for the first time and then they tell you your name, their name. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm like, 30 seconds in, I'm like, I can't remember this person's name. <laughs> like, like, where did my mind go to? <laughs> like, where, you know? We're just not, we're just not paying attention yeah. to the important things is almost as if we want to get to the meat of what it is they have to say. Uh -huh. You know, like you said, 30 seconds out. Oh, what was their, what, what was their name again? Yeah. yeah. Like, so, wow. Yeah, it, it, it is a, go ahead, Joe. No, I was going to say, it's just that experience. Uh, Cause I remember doing that and, and it's very hard to actually just go into a listening mode. Mm. You know, so, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Got to learn how to slow down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
It, it is, uh, communication is actually a, a, a skilled behavior mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and any skilled behavior is done by developing a discipline. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so uh, listening is a skill. It means there, there has to be a discipline to listen to a person. Yeah. Uh, expression is a skill. Sometimes people talk, they say things and when they think about it, wh why did I say that? Because mm -hmm. I didn't really say it to mean what I started out to talk about. I said it for another reason. Mm -hmm. and, and so we have to always be aware of why am I saying what I'm saying? And uh, um, I know in, in uh, our culture a lot, uh, sarcasm plays a lot, a major role in, in some of our cultures, where we come from. Uh, in, in some of the curriculums we teach, one of the words they call it is uh, tit for tat. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you another one. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> it takes one to know one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those kinds of things yeah. are not conducive to uh, good communication. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in having to have a smart mouth, that that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And and you you have to think about if I'm trying to be smart, where'd that come from? Because mm -hmm. it does not fulfill my purpose unless I have a different purpose than to be heard. Mm -hmm. Almost like that is, is that, that sarcasm has turned into a quality, like mm -hmm. it's, it's mm -hmm. being treated as a good thing instead of what it is. Right, right. Sarcasm, so yeah. Right, and sarcasm in the nature of it is painful. Yeah. And humans move away from pain. Mm -hmm. So whenever we're, we're doing, and then if we, one of the dangers in sarcasm is we can actually hurt a person's feelings. Mm -hmm. And then we hurt their feelings and then we say, I'm sorry, I, did, I didn't mean nothing. The problem is they're hurt, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they're hurt now. And how do you take, how do you take those words back? Mm -hmm. You can't, huh? No, not really, cause they know about it. They, they. You know, one thing I was thinking about is instead of like, like the stuff that you guys are talking about, instead of coming up with these fixes, we try to create, we create these band-aids. Like, like for instance, like we come up with a phrase like sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. To me, that's a band-aid. Yeah. We create, we come up with these band-aids so we can just keep moving on instead of actually getting or, or, or hearing to not saying things that you're not supposed to say, not being mean and things like that. So we have a lot of band-aids in our society. Right. Exactly. So that's why we all toe up from the flow up. That's what I always used to say. Mm. Oh, that's there. <laughs> and, and listen, with all those bandages, now just think about this. You can't keep a bandage on for too long because it needs to get air in order to breathe, in order to heal. Yeah. And if we're walking around with bandages, that means that we're full of sores. Mm -hmm. And there are some some things, some situations where, like James said, it's too painful. It's too painful to be around you because every time I'm around you, I find out that you're going to say something that's going to be painful to me, hurtful to me. So now I've got to get my Band-Aid out and I'm afraid to take it off. But in order for me to heal, I need to take it off. And sometimes that actually means walking away from certain people. Mm -hmm. Because some people are very toxic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
you know, their, their, um, their, their way of communicating is toxic. The way that they process is toxic. And if you, if we stay in a culture where people feel very comfortable in talking like that with one another, you can see how it becomes almost a standard. This is how we, this is how it goes down in a hood, you know, stuff like that. And, and, and we do that for so long, it becomes our norm. And when you get outside of that, when people are talking civil to one another, when people are talking and um, expressing themselves in a healthy way, people feel uncomfortable because that's not how we talk. We just wanna, we just wanna be on the surface. Mm-hmm. We don't wanna get down. We don't wanna get um, deep mm-hmm. because deep might expose some of my stuff. Mm-hmm. So what, the, the other thing here is that uh, communication uh, blockers like what we're talking about, they actually discourage people. They, they serve to become discouragement for either the person that's listening. Uh, and we really have to think about why do we try to have a smart mouth? Because quite often that, you know, that's a culture thing. And it makes a person feel like they have power. Mm-hmm. They feel empowered. They have power over you because they have a quick combat, uh, come, come, come back. comeback. Uh-huh. And the, the, you, you really have to think that through. Why do I do this? If I'm doing that, the question becomes, why am I doing that? Because mm-hmm. am I needing to feel power, power over you? Mm-hmm. Or better than or you. Better than you? Or do I need to? put you down so I can feel lifted up. There's a lot of things going on there. And, and, and so uh, it, ultimately what it does is it, it, uh, it discourages, it, it, it actually removes courage. Uh, blockers, communication blockers remove courage. And to speak up. To speak up. And to be heard. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and if the, if, if the two people that are, are together don't have the courage to, to really talk to each other for fear of pain or fear of, and that pain can come in different forms, uh, being put down, being devalued. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just, you lose courage. You don't, and when you lose courage, you don't want to talk anymore. You don't even want to try. You just don't even want to try anymore. That's called losing courage. Uh, it demoralizes a person. It, it, it communication blockers demoralize it. Uh, it uh, for 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 the obvious, it hurts. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it it hurts. It it triggers resentment, especially if you don't deal with it. It triggers resentment, and and resentment is a major uh, medicine for destroying goodwill resentment it will really destroy goodwill you can never solve problems if you don't have goodwill and right back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, so because we're discouraged we become unmotivated when a person is unmotivated they don't really want to engage they they don't really want to engage and you like why what's wrong why not? we need to talk about this but the reality is they just they don't want to engage. They're disheartened, uh, and and ultimately, if they hang out with it, 
and stay in that environment long enough, they lose self, uh, self-esteem. They develop low self-esteem. Uh, so it can be really detrimental. It, it, these blockers can really, uh, they can really be detrimental to, to relationships. Uh, and so with that, with that being said, then expression is, is ultimately the, the aim of expression is to be heard, not to hear, but to be heard. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to say something, I'm saying it to be heard. In my saying whatever I'm saying, I, I have the responsibility to say it in a way where I think you will hear me. Mm-hmm. Or even want to. Or even, even want to hear me. I actually have the responsibility to speak in a way where you will want to hear me. Or the most give you the best opportunity, give myself the best opportunity of being heard. Now, now I think uh, quite often, uh, Linda and Joe, uh, people are expressing themselves from the culture that they came out of. Mm. And quite often the culture says, if you don't hear me, I'm going to get louder mm-hmm. and, and, and louder. And, and then I, I'll get uh, quick with it or I'll get smart mouthed and all of that and all of those kind of things make this person not hear your heart mm. and so it's no point in in expressing yourself if the person that you're talking to is not willing to hear your heart because it makes you want to shut down yeah and, and, and it's not necessarily your head because they have a they have a brain pattern process and all of that too, but what you want a person to hear is your heart, mm-hmm. because that's what causes people to change how they act for you along with your good with their goodwill for you, if they know your heart. Mm-hmm. It's it's not how logical like you know, uh, psychological uh, psycho what was it psychological Psy- yeah that part that part yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, him. Psychologizing. <laughs> Psychologizing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how it's. Yeah. So, so being a doctor, Spock, doesn't work in in real relationships. Uh, you know, logic dictates. The heart is not. The heart's not for logic. No, the brain is for logic, yeah. but the heart is for emotion. How how you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Do you feel good because you're going home to your mate, to your family? Or do you feel like, mm. That's a hard thing. That must be a hard thing for police people, police men and women to balance that out. Yeah. Because when do you, when as a police officer, do you engage the heart? Yeah. And when yeah. do you not? Yeah, I, I, and I think, I, that, that's that's very true, Joe. And I think uh, as a police officer, your job is to enforce the law and to keep people safe. Yeah. In uh, in in it's not focused on the heart of the person. Uh, but when you come home, the people in your home, your your job changes. This it has to. It, you know, it changes. And that and that has to be difficult because mm-hmm. um, you've got to be 
you know, straight buttoned up and ready to do what you need to do mm -hmm. in order to keep uh, the community safe. So how do you turn that off so that you can be a husband or, or a wife mm -hmm. or um, how, can, how can you be a dad or mom to this child who doesn't understand anything about there's bad people out mm -hmm. there and I have to protect those that I'm given the responsibility to protect. They just want daddy. Mm -hmm. They just want mom. Mm -hmm. You know, can you sit down? Can you play with me? Can um, we go to the ball game? You know, I, I've spoken to some people who are in law enforcement and they're always on guard. They have to be on guard mm -hmm. because that they've been, they've been trained um, they've been programmed to be on guard. How do you shut that off? Mm. You know, it takes, um, it takes work, yeah. communication, effective communication. People think, oh, I can do this. It actually takes work. It mm -hmm. takes um, thinking about it and actually practicing it, mm -hmm. not just thinking, but also practicing it, making it part of who you are, how mm -hmm. you process, how you think. Mm -hmm. it's so, so uh, yeah, the, 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 uh, it's a difficult job being a, a police officer. In, in fact, some of the highest divorce rates are among uh, police officers mm -hmm. uh, and uh, military combat people. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it's just, it's more than a notion uh, to, to turn that off. But then if you don't know that you need to turn it off. Uh, that can be real problems. That can create real problems. Uh, it, I know we talked about one time, we talked about the, the four steps to learning, uh, unskilled and unaware, uh, and then unskilled but aware, and then skilled and aware, and then skilled and unaware. Uh, and and the, the unskilled and unaware is quite often where a lot of people are. They are unskilled at communicating and they're unaware of it because they've normalized the way they communicate because of the environment that they grow up in. Mm -hmm. And they've normalized that and they don't know why it doesn't work, mm -hmm. you know, or why we're not getting closer together or why our intimacy level is, is uh, from one to 10, one being uh, low and 10 being off the chain, why our, our intimate level is zero. <laughs> you, you know or three or three at the at the most and mm -hmm. that creates other problems you know and so it just communication is critical for relationships so mm -hmm. e expression then is the ability to express your heart mm -hmm. to speak from your heart and we all know that anytime heart issues are involved it becomes dangerous it becomes if I dangerous. expose myself. Yeah, you could hurt me, and you can hurt me deeply. Yeah, yeah. Because I have to become vulnerable to talk from my heart. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. about it too is, like, you have to be able to. You say express yourself. You have to be able to, I guess, learn how to do that. Yeah. Right. Because I know that's something with me. It's like, because it's yeah, I. It, for some reason, it takes me a while to be able to get it out. I just got to start talking, but maybe you got to start thinking about it more. But like, because I know a lot, well, I'm not going to say a lot of men, but because I don't know the number, but it's, 
they they throw out there that men have a hard time expressing themselves, mm-hmm. right? I don't know how what the number is, what the numbers are. Yeah, but to be able to articulate your feelings or what you're thinking, right? For some, for some men, mm-hmm. Joe, if a man knows how to express himself in an effective way, mm-hmm. sometimes that can be interpreted as weak. According mm. to the culture. That, mm. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, you know, um, you, you're a girly man. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear you. <laughs> and, and, and let me give an example. Um, uh, uh, a professional wrestler, you know, he's got all this bulk, his neck is thick, his head is thick, his arms, all of his body is thick because he takes people and throws them to the mat. Yeah. Just imagine if somebody like that had good relationship skills. Wouldn't that, wouldn't we see that as being polar opposite of what we think a pro wrestler would sound like yeah. versus just being a man and being able to say, Hey, I'm hurting. Mm. You know, uh, I just lost a parent. Um, uh, COVID has me going stir crazy. We don't expect that, but everybody needs to be able to express themselves and be able to, to say it in a way where people take them seriously. And sometimes we don't. You know, we make these assumptions based on how they look, how they dress, how they're built. And we just we just have these preconceived notions that, okay, yeah, yeah, he's going to talk weird to me. Mm-hmm. Or he's going he's gonna to talk uh, street to me. Not necessarily, mm-hmm. not always. But this is one of the things that's um, missing in today's i would say generally overall in today's society mm-hmm. we're not paying enough attention enough attention to what people are saying and people are not being heard so so uh, one of the tools uh, that we talk about when it comes to expression skills is a tool called planning what to say mm-hmm. and and pl- planning what to say is it's actually a form uh I'll just kind of show you a copy of it. I don't know if you can see it real good, but it's an actual form. And and then I'll, I'll read it for you. So uh, getting myself ready. And, and one of the things that we want to always know is that in expression, you never want to have a conversation off the cuff, not a serious heart conversation. That's, that's a setup for for a disaster, okay? Uh, and so what you what you do is you you ask your mate, I'd like to make a, a, an appointment or a time. I have something I'd like to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. When would be a good time for us to talk tomorrow or some, give yourself at least a day or so. Yeah. And, and so with that day, now you get this opportunity to plan what to say. Mm-hmm. How, what is it I really wanna say and how can I say it to be the most effective? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is it starts by uh, remembering the good, uh, which is a, a strategy uh, that in expression skills uh, 
you should always start a conversation by remembering what's good about your mate. Especially uh, when there's a problem. Mm -hmm. Well, I yeah. want to go back a step by asking for the time. Realistically, mm -hmm. a lot of people say, hey, I, you know, I have something to talk about. Can we, can we talk tonight? It's tonight at, you know, eight o'clock. Okay. Normally, the other partner would be like, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> they yeah. don't like you know say um okay no problem normally they're like what do you want to talk about and then as soon give as me, she said give me an example what, give me an example <laughs> that's it and then and that's then, not me. You and, then and then when you say well it's about this topic uh -oh. then what about it <laughs> <It's> like, <Damn. laughs> so let's do that one like can we work on how do you go honor that honor the person of request that i uh, talk to you about it can we set some time tomorrow and then honor that request and not just have some control right? so how do you go to the person when they respond saying what what is it about do you know what i mean like mm -hmm. like if you say can i set a sign to yeah everybody Speak is not it. listening to this it might just be one partner listening mm -hmm. so what mm -hmm. do they do when the other partners say what is it about? What do you want? Or you know what I mean? Like why? Okay. So, so you could you could say something to the effect of, I'm learning how to uh, develop the skills of expression, and I want to take this time to really think through what it is I want to say to mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to to make sure that I say it in a way where you you which gives me the best opportunity for you to hear me because mm -hmm. this is my heart that I'm going to talk to you mm -hmm. about, you know, and, and so what, what I'm doing is I'm honoring you by really thinking through what this is. I'm about what I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because a person that's making a request has already been thinking about it mm -hmm. for a few hours or mm -hmm. a day or two, because it kind of reminds me of this. It's kind of reminds me of a man and a woman, right? And the woman finds out that she's pregnant, right? And it's been three weeks, mm. but the guy hasn't had, he doesn't know anything about it. And then she decides to tell him, but it always nine times out of 10, or maybe less than that, but every time I see it just about, it's like, if he doesn't respond in the way that she wants him to, there's some, there's a problem. And I always say, wait a minute, she's been, she, she knew this for three weeks. You mm -hmm. just told him. So he doesn't have time to process mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and go through things because, because he, because the guy always gets in trouble for not being excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you know what? I, that's just, that's just the male being the male, because uh -huh. if she was to tell that to a female, the female would just be, oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited. You know, uh, what do you do? You know, because we're, we are different mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as male and female, but we still have the same needs. Yeah. And the need to be heard and the need to be accepted and the need to express how I feel are crucial. Mm -hmm. But too often we're measuring what we want to say based on, and sometimes it could be based on television. You know, we're, yeah. we're living in a fantasy world, you know, paid place and all of that. So it's important to 
know that person that you're married to, know um, how they process and they need to know how you process mm -hmm. so that when they come to you, you know, they want you to be excited, but you're like, oh boy, this means I'm gonna have to work 10 years more <laughs> to provide, you know, because I, I, now, because now as a male, you're thinking, okay, college, a car, you know, graduation gifts. And, yeah. you know, that's, that's where a male goes, you know, cut and dry. This is what has to happen as a man, because I'm responsible. This is what I have to do. But the female, all she can think about is another little bitty life, mm. you know, little toes, little fingers, little eyeballs and skin. <laughs> and she wants to smell the baby and all that. So it just depends on where we are in our relationships and, and who we are, whether we're male or female. And, and the thing that, that comes in play now is again, those three steps, the empathy, acceptance, and, and understanding. So if, if you tell me or you, genuineness, or genuineness if you tell me you want to talk to me, I already, I have this thing that, okay, you can solve your problem. So I don't have to try to solve it. So it, it stops me from trying to push you <laughs> to talk to me because I accept you. I accept that you have this, the ability to solve your own problem. Mm -hmm. So uh, when you're going to, you're going to talk to me about something I already understand that what we're going to talk about is not my issue. It's yours. Mm -hmm. okay. 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 Does so, that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so that's part of the planning, what to say, how do I, what can I use to start with something good? It, 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 it should be close to whatever it is we want to talk about mm. as close as it can be to that. If, if there's nothing that's close to that, I can talk about how good something about your character. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh. And and I was just thinking, um, uh, if if it's about a new baby, you know, you've been such a good dad. Mm -hmm. You know, you've really, you really know how to step up to the plate and be that dad. And by the way, you're gonna be a dad again. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So, so just drop the bomb. <laughs> so one of the things you, you could say it in, in another way, you could say, I really love how you father our kids. Right. Yeah. I really love the fact that you father our kids. That's starting with something good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and what I need to talk to you about is this. <laughs> okay. It almost sound like to me when I hear that, it's like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and it, can, it can feel like that, especially if, if that's something that we're, we haven't practiced a lot. Uh, but it, it versus starting with something bad, mm -hmm. which is, sets us up for failure right mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you, you always want to start with something good. And the, and the next thing is now in your planning what to say is, is uh, speak from your own point of view. Oh. How can I? Uh, make sure that I am expressing my own point of view and not coming across as judging or criticizing. So I'm going to take some time and think about this. What is it I want to say? How can I say it without sounding judgmental or without being critical? Mm -hmm. And then the other thing here is talk about your feelings and, and uh, 
all of the things that are important to you. Uh, what are my feelings and, and do I have mixed feelings? What are my feelings and, and do I have mixed feelings about something? Okay, I don't know how I feel. And, and so what that does is it helps you zero into where your heart is versus going around the bush. Here, here is what we, we all we know and understand. If you give your mate a test without them studying for it, they're going to fail and you're going to be disappointed. Hmm. That, that, that is what happens when people, they don't know what to say. They don't know how to say it because they haven't thought it through. And they make they make misinterprets it, gets it wrong, and they get frustrated. Mm -hmm. gotcha. They feel like you're not hearing me. <laughs> okay, and part of not hearing me is that I didn't really say it good. Blindsided. And your mate is your mate. Your mate now is all upset. Like you know, wait a minute. You you know why am I getting why why am I getting an F on this test? You know you didn't even give me a chance to study for it. <laughs> you, you you know that, that that kind of thing. Okay, and then the number four is ask for what you want. And uh, so so the question becomes, okay, so if I'm going to have this conversation, what do I really want? out of out as mm -hmm. a result of having this conversation mm -hmm. with you what is it what that is it i that hope I to gain mm -hmm. gotcha. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so and then the, the, the number five is then avoid trigger words what are some trigger words that's going to trigger my mate if i use those words mm -hmm. you always you never you don't why do you do that <laughs> like what are you talking about yep 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 my thing is like well i don't do it all the time i didn't do it last week <laughs> <laughs> do i get credit for that <laughs> i don't i don't do it all the time so <laughs> being in a relationship is one of the most difficult things I, 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 let me let me back up being in a good relationship is one of the most difficult things that we'll ever do in life because it does not just happen overnight. You know, once you get to a job, they train you and you know what to do and you can do it in your sleep. But relationships evolve and they change depending on um, uh where you are in the relationship if mm -hmm. you're one year in or five years in or 20 or 30 years in mm -hmm. if there's children in between um if there's a loss of a job in between if if one of us gets sick in between um there's all these variables that can change our conversations and if we don't if if we are not if we're not skilled we'll forget that right now is not a good time to have this conversation because my wife just found out something that's going on in her body or my husband just found out that something's going on in his mm -hmm. body or it could be something outside of our immediate family mm -hmm. that's going on mm -hmm. like right now there's been so much that's gone on in the last year and a couple of months you know uh because of covid Black Lives Matter. Um, there's there's been a lot of things that have changed 
how we're feeling. Some people are feeling very um, on edge. Mm -hmm. Some people are feeling very afraid. Some people are feeling very anxious. So there's all these feelings that are just kind of floating around us. And if we're not careful, we can uh, go off on that person that we've decided we want to spend the rest of our life with because we don't know how to express ourselves. We don't know how to communicate. What we hope to do in these sessions with you and the people that will listen to them later is to understand this is gold, gold standard. When not, not because James and Kathy are saying it, but because what we're uh, sharing with you evidence-based is, is evidence-based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is what this is what this is what they've shown based on evidence and research. This is what healthy relationships, this is what healthy communication looks like. And when th that is in place, the likelihood that people will be happier in their relationship shoots through the roof. Through the roof. Yeah. Yep. But when we don't know, or when we refuse to know, sometimes people are like, oh, I, Unskilled, you know, unaware. ain't nobody got time for that. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people have that kind of attitude, but it saves us so much grief if we do it the right way, because we're always going to be in the world with somebody, you know, if, if not in our immediate home, on our job, um, out in the community, we're always going to be in relationship with someone. So to have this floating in your mind, okay, I've read it enough, I know it enough, so that it just becomes a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. It just becomes natural. This is the way I'm going to speak to my husband. This is the way I'm going to speak to my wife. This is the way I'm going to speak to my children and the people on my job. This is just how I am. This is who I am because I've adopted it to be part of my makeup. You guys have been at this for how long? The healthy relationship. How long? Um... Oh my, healthy relationship. We're over 20, is it 20 years? Well, we've been doing this actually we started we started when we first got married and i was thinking about this earlier today we started when we first got married because um couples that we had admired from a distance that were part of our church we liked what we saw with them they acted like friends and we're like what is that and they just kind of, you know, we couldn't get in the club because it was called Married Couples for Christ Club. And we weren't allowed to be part of it because we weren't married yet. But once we got in it, it it's, it's like something unlocked in our brain. And we um, just kind of took it and, and just wanted to learn more. And they kept teaching more. And we found out that, hey, this this is good stuff. So this is why they act like they're friends, you know? Um, but we've been doing this for over, I would say at least a good 30 plus years because we were teaching this years ago, but we didn't teach it on this level because we hadn't been trained. But a healthy relationships were always important to us. I, I think Health Relationships California, we've probably been with them a little more than 
10, 15 years. About, like yeah. So, so we've been doing this for them 15 years, probably a good 15 years. Yeah, because we've had, what, three grants so yeah. far? Yeah, so yeah. we've worked with them for three grants. Mm -hmm. Three so. grant periods. And, and so it, it is, Joe, it's just what we do, man. Um, we're 50 years in now, and, and it, it's just who we are. It's just what we do. <laughs> and loving it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And our I'm thing, happy to be there. Uh, me too. My sugar <laughs> pie right here. See, <laughs> see. Uh, my thing is, before we leave here, if we can get somebody else to have our experience, then we we did we did something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. So that's that's kind of where we are. And uh, that's why we were so excited when you guys asked us to do this because, mm -hmm. for years, we kept saying, for years, James and I kept saying we need to do something with what we know. It's too good for us just to keep by ourselves. We have a friend, uh, a pastor friend who kept pushing us, kept pushing us. You guys need to write a book. You guys need to uh, be uh, recorded. You guys just kept on, kept on, kept on. And now we find ourselves where this is what we do, you know, um, it's it's like we're living our dream and we're able to not just know it for ourselves but to share it with others because mm -hmm. this when we're gone this will still be on tape somewhere mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so we we've maybe shared with you maybe one tool in the toolbox tonight uh there are several tools to expression mm -hmm. you, you know um th this is one planning what to say Another tool is, do you have rules for conflict? Because mm -hmm. quite often, most people don't have rules for conflict. Gotcha. You know, they just go off of their feelings. Yeah. And that's going to be a problem because if you get, go off your feelings, you don't, you'll get out of control and you won't know it. And you might cause damage that's irreparable. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the, the evidence is most people create all this damage when they're out of control. Mm -hmm. that's when they create most of the damage when they're out of control then they say i'm sorry but i'm sorry don't fix the problem the damage in five minutes you could take you could create so much damage in five minutes being out of control it take you 20 years to fix if you can fix it that's the incredible hulk syndrome <laughs> actually yeah <laughs> yeah you blow up and you just you know go mad yeah 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 so, uh, you know, so do you have room? We teach cup we, when we do married uh, coaching. Coaching. Uh, we, we give couples homework, create rules for conflict, at least three or four rules for conflict. Because if you can't keep the rules, then you know you're out. Of, you, this is how you know you're losing control. Mm -hmm. You know, then, then what do I do if I'm losing control? Another tool is timeouts. Uh, establish a timeout and rules for timeout. What does that mean? And it doesn't mean you tell the other person you go sit in the corner. <laughs> That's I, not what it means. I had just about enough of this timeout. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> so, so there are things that we can do. Things that people can do that help yeah. them, help them in a, our be able to enable them. Yeah, enable them to communicate their heart mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and stay in control mm -hmm. and not damage their relationship in the process. Mm -hmm. Can I have enough of this? You made me think of a funny movie. 
I mean, <laughs> a funny part in a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, what was the scenario? Well, the scenario was this husband and wife, and uh, she finds out that, I guess, if I remember right, that um, he did something, like maybe cheated or something. And I think she kind of always knew in her, in her mind. So he was really sad and grieving over it. And they were together and she, they were, you know, she was pacing back in the room and he was sitting in the chair. So I guess he got so hurt and distraught, he was starting to, she thought she was, he was starting to die. Oh. Right. And then she went over like, no, you don't. I'm not finished with you yet. Stop talking out. He didn't die. <laughs> with you. So she, in other words, she had to get her point across. She had to get her two cents. She got it. She wow. had to make sure she get her two cents. Yeah. You need to know how bad I'm hurting. You can't die yet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh. He, was having, he was having a heart attack. Oh wow. 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 And she was like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then she called the ambulance. Wow. Wow. Yes, you know, is. um, it's unfortunate, but um comedy now has taken a, a, a real bad turn. I don't look at uh, some of those programs, but there's so much disrespect. Um, and, and, and you have all this canned laughter, you know, the audience is laughing, um, but at someone's expense. Yeah. And I think sometimes people are just taking their cues from what they see on TV, but life is, is a little bit more important than that. You know, we need to pay attention to what we say, how we say it, when we say it. We need to pay attention to how that person is feeling at the time. If I say it, um, is this the right time to say it? And so we need to get back to some basics and people don't want to do that. They just, they just want to do what they want to do mm -hmm. and get it over with. Oh, this isn't working. I'm out. I'm leaving, you know. You're saying it's work to talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, we have to actually think about what we're going to say, why we're saying it. It's more work than people are like, I'm not going to talk no more, <laughs> which yeah. might be good sometimes. We yeah, might but then say everything we want to say. I'm sorry, what was that? I say it might be good because maybe we shouldn't say everything we want to say. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. then when we do learn how to speak, how to communicate, how to express, those things will help us have such a relationship that it will feel normal to do these things. You won't have to stop and say, okay, so what should I say now? What do I not say right now? Is this the right time to say anything? It will become the norm. It will become your normal. It will become just who you are and what you do. And the, the thing about this, especially with this program, people are watching us all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean just James and I, but people are watching people, especially if they're married, to see, is that something I really want? Mm -hmm. yeah. Some people don't want to get married because they haven't seen anything that's successful. Looks painful, yeah. unattractive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it, it is, uh, I think it's just really important, uh, guys, to... Uh, set an example or be an example that helps people under I, I tell people all the time 
we, we got to make marriage attractive again. Mm-hmm. You can't tell people not to, to, to don't shack, shack up, up and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and, uh, it's, it's, they look at, at our relationship and they tow up from the flow up and you, and you saying, don't do that. Well, why, why would I want to, why do would that? I want to do what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we actually have to make it attractive again, even though it, it's biblical, it still needs to be attractive. Mm-hmm. People need, you still need to make it in a way where people desire it. Mm-hmm. Can't just, uh-huh. can't just say, well, this is right. And it's right because God said it. So that's it. No, you need to make it attractive. Why, why, what's the benefit? Right. It's just where people are. I think God must have a lot of, uh, well, here comes a joke. God must, uh, he must have a lot of red spots on his head. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, right? Uh, yeah. He, a lot he, of red he, spots, man. Like humans come, uh, have put a lot of, put a lot of red spots there. Yeah, he, <laughs> I, I, I probably did about, you know, six, 700 of them myself. <laughs> You know, I can't. I can't count all the ones I've done. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably did. <laughs> that's, that's everybody, Joe. That's few, everybody. Few, a few of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, Man, we've been doing that. If you had the names, like you know, James, James, Joe, 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 James, <laughs> all over God. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then when you get to heaven, he's like this. He's like this. You know, and Joe. Like, huh? Joe, what? <laughs> you see all these red spots? <laughs> you see what you did to me? <laughs> like, yeah, we, we 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 tow up. We pretty tow up as a as a, a creation. Yeah, ever since uh, Eden, uh, we've been pretty tow up, and uh, it's a discipline now to do what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God never set this up and created boundaries for his benefit. It was always for ours. Mm-hmm. And, and the, diff, the difficulty, he, he said, look, uh, here's what I want you to do. Trust me. Have, have your feel in the garden. Do, have, have, have fun. But I got to put something in here so you can be uh, free to choose. Mm-hmm. But let me give you some advice about this one thing in the, in the midst of the garden. Don't mess with that Don't one. Touch it. Don't <laughs> you know, touch you know, it. Just, just leave that one. What, what, leave what alone? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because that's a God choice. That's not a creation choice. That's a creator choice. <laughs> but ever since then, we, we've been pulling fruit off of that tree. <laughs> We've been pulling fruit, and <laughs> trying to be the creator when we the creation. Wow. He knows best. <laughs> he knows best. He should have put. He should have put that tree on top of the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you get a little kid, so you can't reach it. <laughs> that cookie jar man got to go way up there. You know, <laughs> but the kid. The kid would climb up on the counter. Oh yeah, yeah. Reaching for, yep, and end up falling down, trying to get the cookie. Does that sound familiar? Uh, it too? sounds pretty familiar. I think I turned over the refrigerator one time. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, swinging on the door. Oh. 
Yeah, in my kid, my little kid days, I, I, I woo, this is fun. <laughs> Eggs, milk, everything on the floor. Oh, yeah. They didn't. They didn't just. They didn't go to the. They. They didn't just go to the grocery store, did they? <laughs> oh no, to me it was a lot of food on the floor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then, and then when you get called on the carpet, it wasn't my fault. I didn't, something is wrong with this refrigerator. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> little boys being little boys. Uh, yeah. So expression is very, very important though. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's very important skill in the uh, communication process. Now there's other things that in the communication process, like uh, conflict resolution, uh, conflict management, all of those kinds of things are part of the expression skills. And uh, <clears throat> there are different tools for them, how, how to confront, because that's a part of real life, confront, confronting a person, confronting mm -hmm. your mate, XYZ messaging, uh, that kind of thing. And, and then uh, problem solving, uh, which is means I need to work through skills to get to the end of this and still have your goodwill so that we can solve my problem together. Because if if I have this problem and I make it your problem, you're not gonna wanna solve it with me. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, so the, all of those kinds of things are, are really important in expression skills. I know we didn't get to all of that today, but but uh, that that is just- Chapter three. It's <laughs> critical. No, it's, chapter two. Yeah, okay. it's just critical in how, how to have a healthy relationships. Skills, I, we, we t on our website is, is uh, uh, life is too important to do without skills. Okay, now skills are not what you say, it's what you do. So all the things that we've done, talked about tonight is illumination, but none of it is skills. Unless you practice stuff, skills aren't there. You can have, Illumination, you can have knowledge. But without practice, you never have skills. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. Well, it's always, you know, it's been a pleasure as always. Always right. ours. And always our pleasure. You, you're teaching me some things. And you know, now I got to put it in practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so tell the people how they can reach out to you if they want to get a hold of you. I know you got a web address and uh, maybe a phone number or something. Okay, uh, the website is https, or I could just say it this way, Family Life Institute, IE for Inland Empire .com. That's our website, and uh, our phone number is 909-999-5433. All right. Mm -hmm. So we thank you again. So that if, uh, for the people that are listening, if you have any comments, please post them below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell, they call it. You need to put that up on the screen Jeez, so they can know what it looks like and all that. And um, if you have something for us, Joe and Linda, just leave it in the comments and we'll get back with you. And if you have something that you uh, want to talk to Pastor Flowers about, or well, not Pastor, they're both Pastor Flowers, Pastor James and Pastor Kathy, uh, go to their website or, or uh, you know, give them a ring on their phone number and uh, they'll answer your questions and get you pointed in the right direction, right? Yep. We well, thank you, Pastor James and Pastor Kathy for- You're more than welcome. Thank you for the opportunity.
Thanks again. Always. Jill. You and always. Me. See you next time. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.